Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. This is the first ever episode of the Premier Youth Esports League of Palos Verdes podcast. We're excited to be here. I am the commissioner, Rooster, along with my co-commissioner here, Maddie J. What's up, Maddie J? How you doing? How was your new year? I'm doing great. My new year was great as well. I'm excited to be a part of the Premier Youth Esports League of Palos Verdes, working as the co-commissioner. You guys can call me Maddie J. And I'm um, hopefully going to be here to have all your updates and esports needs. Yeah, we're super excited to have Maddie J a part of our league this year that's constantly evolving. We're going to see some new things. But Maddie J does come with us with a great background in esports and productions and everything. So you're going to be able to see a lot of new stuff this year if your child is a part of our of our esports league that we've been doing here for, for, for about a year. So let me tell you what we're going to do today. Um, this is going to be a weekly podcast where we're not only going to showcase our six esports teams for this Winter Spring League, we're going to showcase uh, their outcomes of each game, the games coming up. We're going to really showcase the kids because that's really why we're here, right? These um, these youth esports athletes, we're really going to make sure um, that we really focus on them. And then uh, at the end of the podcast, we'll always have something fun that has to do with 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 esports to kind of kind of get everybody all educated on everything everything esports so that's what we're going to do so without further ado what we are going to talk about maddie j we are going to talk about uh the upcoming season that's starting next week it'll be your first official season uh here with the uh with palace birdies esports uh so before we get going man tell me uh what are you most excited about? I know there's a lot of things, but what is it that you're most excited about? I'm most excited about just seeing these youth esports athletes all in the same room and competing for the game that they love. I know a lot of these kids, they don't have many opportunities to be very competitive with their teammates and such. So I can't wait for everyone to get into a room and we're just gonna game and see who comes out on top and see who takes the best advantage of their opportunity. That's wonderful. You know, you said they don't get a lot of opportunities. Esports is still pretty new, especially here in the community of Palos Verdes. Um, we're one of the only leagues that actually that actually runs youth esports. Um, as a kid, I grew up loving video games. As as did you, Maddie J. Um, to 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 think that there would be a league where I could compete, just like I competed in baseball and football and hockey, was, would have been a dream for me. So I'm glad that we're able to do this for these kids. Um, and get this league going. So we have three leagues, or sorry, we have three teams in each league. We have three Overwatch teams and three Fortnite teams. And uh, without further ado, let's get started. Let's learn about our teams. Let's do it. So I'd like to start off with introducing our Overwatch teams for this year's winter. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start off with the Magic in the Silver Division. We're rocking with DJ Reaper, DJ Bonjawa, Grebens, Zoba, and Zebens, and along with Ico. And uh, Rooster, I haven't seen much of them, but I know they're excited to come out and play. What can you tell me about the Silver Magic? Well, the Silver Magic, this is gonna be their third consecutive season as a team. And this has pretty much been, um, this is pretty much a team that was here last season who placed third in the league, um, coached by Coach Rob, who's coached this team from the beginning. 
Um, Coach Rob really, truly believes in this team, and this team has improved season by season by season. The first season, they were about seventh or eighth place. Last season, they ended third place. This season, we're looking at a championship. Um, uh, but to kind of go through the roster a little bit like like, like you did, we have uh, DJ Reaper returning for his third straight season on this Magic team. He's a coach's son, but... Hey, Coach Rob expects the same thing out of him that he that he expects out of the other kids, right? Um, uh, DJ DJ Reaper loves to play Lucio. Plays a great Lucio. Really knows how to move, heals, and does good damage. He's really grown into a great Lucio player. But I, I know DJ Reaper. He could definitely rock with anybody. DJ Bonjua, who started off on the Samurai, now there's now her second season on the Magic. Um, she is really versatile. She plays a lot of tank and a lot of damage uh her favorite character is reinhardt so she's definitely improved with reinhardt and diva i actually got to train her a little bit on how to how to how to play diva um so we're interested to see kind of kind of what coach rob is going to do with dj bonju as you have such a virtual player and then we have grevins uh grevins doing her second season with the team uh grevins for the first time ever played overwatch last season with this magic team and grew into a phenomenal phenomenal player uh very smart too right you got to be a very smart player when it comes to overwatch um and then we have soba joining the team this year um the one new esports uh, athlete on the team we're excited to see how soba is going to do and then we have uh zebens oh oh i kind of went back and forth sorry grebens is his third season with the magic zebens it's her second season they're they're also related too which is where you get the grebens and the zebens oh, from. perfect well, yeah sibling so, chemistry <laughs> out in the game definitely definitely um uh, and, and you know uh it's always a, l- a little difficult to play with your sibling compared to playing with a friend uh but they work well together um grebens and zebens are great are a great sibling duo and then we have uh white wolf doing her third season with this team. So this Magic team is a very established team. Um, it's gonna, they're, they're gonna be one of the most established teams in the league. You're gonna see great chemistry. You're gonna see great communication. Coach Rob has been coaching this team now for a year. Uh, he believes in this team. Um, the only pretty much, the only player that didn't come back uh, was uh, Chicken Grease. That's because we moved him up to gold. So this team, um, expect a lot of great things out of the Magic this year, Matty J. I think you're in for you're you're in for uh, some entertainment with this team. They're gonna they're gonna rock the house. Yeah, I'm really excited to see the Silver Magic play. As you said, that they've been working the past three years, and I can't wait to see what they finally do this season with the three years of experience they already have and with each other as well for that great chemistry and see how they do in the games. And you know, Coach Rob, he really dedicates a lot of time to this team. Um, as you know, our coaches, just like every every youth league, our coaches are volunteers. But he really puts a lot of effort, a lot of time into this Magic team. Man, I was here for the first day they ever practiced to see where where they were there and where they are now, competing for a championship, a legit championship contender. I'm really proud to see. Kudos to Coach Rob for not only um, developing this team as athlete as athletes but really working on sportsmanship and character and everything. Kudos to you, Coach Rob. And that is our Silver Magic. Introduce our Silver Dragons. We are 
going with Jimbo underscore Slice, Tauver 22, Black Cheetah, White Wolf, Too Spooky, and Speed Limit. Now, I've heard only legends and fables about this team and how they're <laughs> so great. But I really want to hear what you have to say about the Silver Dragons, Rooster. Well, the Silver Dragons are coached by um, by Coach Alex. It's his third season as well, just like Coach Rob. Uh, this team has been split up, though. Uh, this team made it to the championship finals last season. Um, they won their first six games of the season, um, went 6-1 and one in the season, and then uh, made it to the finals and just couldn't pull it up pull it out against um, Franklin who has an amazing team up in up in uh, Tennessee but this team is this team has firepower coach Alex has uh, just like coach Rob a uh, third season with this team really started off really really new brand new and really rocked it last season and the great thing about last season um, last season three of their kids moved up to gold as well so they had three brand new players on their team not only brand new players but brand new overwatch players and they were still able to uh go six and one and make it to the finals so that really shows how coach alex has really developed this team now coach alex has actually passed this team on to uh coach yasmin uh, if you guys remember little lamp of our of our gold team the last couple seasons she's now aged out of the program but she is she has taken over as a head coach That's of this great. team. Yeah, it's great to see our kids evolve like that, right? Mm -hmm. And come back and help her right where they started off. I'm, I'm very excited to see the Silver Dragons team, especially because I know that they're going to come out with vengeance and want that trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so we have uh, we we have let's see we have three returning players um, on this team. We have uh, Tapper 22, who's a returning player. We have Speed Limit. And we have White Wolf. Uh, they're all returning players. Um, they all uh, last season played this game for the first time, um, but still, I mean, it wasn't a fluke to go six and one, right? Mm -hmm. So these these new players on the team were very important in the team's success. So for these three kids to jump on a team to never play um, Overwatch competitively before and help bring their team to a championship game. That shows how much these three really evolved in the season. Now, Speed Limit, White Wolf, and Taver, guess what? They're the captains of the ship now, right? <laughs> they are they are what Lambugatti was last season, what Pie for Life was last season. Um, they are the leaders of this team, right? This is their team to lead. So I'm excited to see what Taver's gonna do. He loves, loves playing as Bastion. There's times where I could I watch him play as Bastion and he has that turret. And then you see the other team coming, but you just see them just just eliminate, eliminate, <laughs> eliminate, eliminate. Um, we have White Wolf, who's one of the most unselfish players that you'll ever meet. Um, she'll play any role and she'll play it great and she'll play it with pride. And then we have Speed Limit, very smart, smart player. Was brand new to the game last season, but very smart, knows where to be, knows where to post up, um, has the strategic mind to really play Overwatch. Um, and then uh, we have uh, we have two new players this year that are really excited. So uh, we could call them our rookies, right? <laughs> we have Jimbo Slice, who's super excited to play. Man, I see him twice a week, and this kid is super excited um, to, to, to join this team. His, his atmosphere and his personality is perfect for this Dragons team. And we have two Spooky, 
who has been training weekly to Spooky, has been training with Yasmin already before the season started. He's been training, and, and even though it's going to be his first season, he is going to come with a lot of experience already because Too Spooky is one of the most determined esports athletes that I've ever seen. And we have Black Cheetah, who's coming in, White Wolf's uh, sister, actually. Uh, Black Cheetah competed with the Magic last year. It's going to compete with the Dragons this year. So we're going to say I have some chemistry there. Um, and then, like I said, we have Taver, Speed Limit coming back. This is a solid team that, again, even though they have a couple new new athletes this year, they could still compete for that championship. And how great would it be to see our Magic and our Dragons in the finals? Oh, Rooster, you're talking about a dream scenario right there. And I want to go back to Too Spooky for a second because I know last week I saw him in the back here grinding and working mm -hmm. on his skills. And I know not to give away any of his tactics, but he said he's learning when and when, when and how to use his ultimate to the best of his ability to help the team push the objective. So I can't wait to see what these teams have to bring to, bring to the arena. And that's great because I know Coach Yasmin personally, I've actually known her since she was a day old. Um, her, 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 her brother and I have been childhood friends, but I know when she plays, it's all about timing of those ultimates mm -hmm. is what's huge. So to have somebody who really understands how to time your ultimate, especially with the characters I know who he's gonna play with, um, that's very important. So I expect a lot out of this team. So that is our uh, that is our silver silver dragons. And you know, you talk about the dream scenario that almost was the case last season. Oh, Matty wow. J. Yeah, it almost we almost had both of our two teams in the finals. Like I said, the Magic ended third, the Dragons ended second. So we almost had them in the finals. So that is our those are our two silver teams. We love to see them in the finals. We got a lot of hype around these two teams. But you know what? As long as they go out there, have fun, be good to each other, and try their best. Hey, they're going to be champions in our book, right? Exactly. Hey, let's move on to gold. Now, last but not least, I will be introducing our gold dragons coached by Coach Alex. And we are working with Chicken Grease, who just moved up from the silver division last year or last season. And then we have Darth Bacon, Pie for Life, Lambugatti, and Brooks. So what can you tell me about these players, Rooster? Whoa, phenomenal, phenomenal players. We have Chicken Grease just moving up to gold. Like you said, we also have Pie for Life moving up to gold for the first time. Um, so they're really, really excited. It's a big leap to go from silver to gold, right? Could you go from a league that's competitive, highly competitive, but all about learning the game and understanding the techniques and everything, where you have gold, where you have kids at high levels that, that are uh, 14, 15 years old that play competitively, that have been in tournaments. Um, you know, we, we talked about Yasmin last year was on this gold team and she's being looked at by the University of Irvine as a full ride scholarship to be on their esports e team. So you see the kind of athletes that come out of this gold league, highly competitive. Um, but we have Chicken Grease who's ready to go. Chicken Grease from day one on, on uh, Coach Rob's team, he just knew this game completely from the beginning. Um, he called out plays perfectly and everything. He has the perfect mind to be on a gold on a, on, a, on a gold team. And again, another unselfish player. So if he has to play Mercy, where all he's doing is healing and boosting, he'll do it. But he'll also be kind of quarterbacking that team too, which is, which is very important. And Pie for Life is another new gold 
um, another new gold player. Um, he's going to specialize in that um, in that mercy character and that in that um, support. Which to me, I know you're a football guy, so a lot like an offensive lineman, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to, you know, you may not be on the front of a Wheaties box, but if your offensive line isn't playing, Mahomes ain't throwing the ball, right? Exactly. The game is won in the trenches. Yes. And that's what I think this gold team was missing a lot from last year is they need those key role players mm-hmm. to just help each other and let's find a captain of the team and get those plays running, have the, have the trenches won and get in there and go go take a win somebody's been doing the research on past videos huh maddie j all right of course and then we have darth bacon returning um uh second year in the gold league um man this guy plays with a lot of energy um he's always happy he's a great teammate to have um he'll do whatever it takes to get the team to win you'll never hear him complaining about wanting to play as another character he's he's gonna do what he has to do um and then we got lambugatti which i think is gonna flirt with mvp of the season this year lambugatti um played an amazing pharaoh i mean anybody he plays he's great but we're gonna see lambugatti really take over this league um and he's really gonna make a name for himself this year i guarantee it and we have brooks doing his second straight year in gold brooks is very strategic right um he see Brooks tends to see things happen before they happen. Um, and then somebody else we forgot to mention, uh, McKeck is back. Um, McKeck was originally on our gold whales when we, when we first started our leagues and he is returning. So he's coming, he's coming out of retirement. (laughs) He's, he's, he's returning to this gold team. Um, and then, uh, McKeck deals great damage also plays a great, uh, tank as well so it's a highly competitive league but this team is balanced everybody knows their roles so i'm really excited to see these gold dragons um really um definitely flirt with playoffs and possibly a league championship but man we have some high power teams in this league though maddie j we have franklin triangle madison um monterey bay those are the big, big time teams that have, have established themselves throughout the last couple of years. So we definitely have a work cut out for us, but this is a team that I know could definitely compete. Yeah, Rooster, I'm very excited to see the Gold Dragons play this season. And like you said, with the other franchises and their competition, I think this Gold Dragons team, this is the year that they're going to take that next step forward and really show the league what they can do. and play against those other franchises and show them, hey, you may have beat us last year, but we're coming back better than ever. Yeah. Last year, this team, uh, this team, they were the Grizzly, um, but we rebranded them back as the Gold Dragons since Coach Alex is moving up from coaching the Silver Dragons to now coaching the Gold Dragons. So that's why you see two Dragons teams. You have a Silver and a Gold. And the Coach Alex said he's going to be very much a part of that Silver team as well. That's where he started. Um, a lot of times they're going to practice together. So that's going to be a great benefit for both teams because the gold team is always going to have a team to kind of practice against. But that silver team is going to get to practice against a gold team, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to benefit the silver dragons. Um, even though they may scrimmage every week and lose every week because they're playing a gold team, I mean, that's going to make them so much better as a team going against other silver teams so there's definitely benefit to uh, having two dragons teams exactly and that that's the beauty of this league as well is 
if the if you're a silver dragons player going up against the gold dragons player and you're just crushing it against the golds there's a chance that a silver player can be brought up and the gold player exactly. vice versa can be brought down so it really keeps you on the edge of your seat exactly always want to be getting better and just goes to show that hey even if you're starting in silver you could still come up to the gold and play in the big leagues and really really make a name for yourself well definitely and you know the gold dragons they may need a fill-in exactly. you know i mean somebody may be out for the week the first uh, the the first uh team that they're going to go to to get a fill-in is that silver team right exactly so people like white wolf black cheetah taver uh speed limit they could be called up when we play on that gold team i know that happened to pipe for life last year a couple times he had to uh, he, he 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 had to be called up chicken grease too and look exactly looks like pie for life really took advantage of his opportunity right there because now he's sitting on the gold team exactly exactly well that is our gold league um the league will officially start in two weeks practices start this week um thank you guys for um for tuning in for the overwatch team we'll be back in a second where we're going to introduce our Fortnite teams but uh maddie j anything to say before we move on from overwatch uh, I'm just super excited to see what happens this year. This is my first year helping running this league, and I can't wait to see all the athletes get together and compete. Got it. Let's rock and roll. Good luck to all our Overwatch teams and our coaches. Now that we're back, we're going to be talking the Fortnite winter season, and we're going to go ahead and start off with the Silver Stealth team, and that team is complete with Free underscore Esk, Red Flame, Alpha, Disco Penguin, and the Black Flame. So Silver Stealth last year took fifth place out of 37 teams, which is a huge accomplishment for them, as long with one victory royale, which no one really saw coming, but they, they completely shocked us all which is awesome exactly this team um started off the season a little slow um and they were in you know the top 20 and then top 15 right around there but the last three weeks of the season this team brought it um with the victory royale like you said um a match with about 14 eliminations they had which oh, gives wow. them it was a it was and i believe it was double points that week so kind of about another 30 points and then at the end, they had a, a top five placement with, with 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 some eliminations. We ended up finding that team squeaked right into that top five, which was phenomenal for this stealth team. And their coach, Coach Amber, was just almost in tears when she heard um, that they got in top five. Like, yeah, of course you want to be, you know, first, right? But but to be like 30 plus teams, be in the top five shows a huge accomplishment by Coach Amber and this team. Uh, so we have we have um, actually only one returning player to the stealth team, and that's Disco Penguin, who's 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 returning from last year. Uh, he's a controller player, but he's very smart. He understands the game. Great builder, um, kind of all around. Uh, great great player, and like I said, he understands the game pretty well. Uh, then we have Freesque doing his first season in Fortnite. But from what I heard, he's a pretty good Fortnite player. Uh, and then we have Alpha, who's super excited for this league. She is so excited that that she comes to the center just just to practice. She goes, "Can I practice? Can I practice?" The answer is always yes. 
So she's been really, really getting herself ready for this league. And then we have Red Flame and Black Flame, who have done a Fortnite season before. They are brothers, by the way. They have done a season before. Um, they were on, I believe they were on The Storm, if I'm not mistaken. One of them was The Storm. I think one of them was, a, yeah, I actually think they're both The Storm. So they do have experience in this Fortnite league. Um, and then uh, this year is going to be Arena, which in another segment you'll talk to us a little bit about what Arena means. But um, it's going to be a little more competitive than normal. So this team is going to rock and roll. It's trios. We have five players on the team, so we may split the stealth up into stealth A, stealth B. Um, be if we if we have to, so we might have an extra team. Uh, but I think this team is ready to go. What do you? Um, I know you are a Fortnite expert here, Maddie J. So tell me a little bit about what this team's going to really need to do to be able to, to get get some Vic Royce. Uh, I think this team they're just focused on finding a good place to land. Me myself, I always I usually land the same place every game, so I know exactly where all the we got to find out where that are. is so I can <laughs> I can eliminate it. Find out all the chests are, what gives you the most mats, and what's the best place to roll as a team with. Because I think this team really just needs to focus on working as a team, communication. That's what Fortnite's all about. Have one person rocking IGL, which is all the callouts. Have a builder, like you said. The controller player, who's a very good builder, I think he should be really working on tarping for everyone and just make sure everyone's covered, but and have everyone just focus on uh, trying to eliminate the same player at the same time. Mm -hmm. Because especially, you know, in Fortnite, you shoot one player, they become a three-story building out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. You can't have that happening, especially if this team wants to take the next step. So I'm excited to see how they use the five players and how they interchange them and whether they find what squad they send out works best with each other. And um, I think it's really just stay together, work as a team, and just go get some wins, you know? Because there's nothing better than working as a team and having everyone together and just on the same page. You know, and then one of, one of the biggest struggles we find sometimes with the silver teams is, is, is making that transition from playing Fortnite at home to playing Fortnite competitively. Right? Exactly. Because, like, for example, my wife and I, when the when the baby goes to sleep, my wife and I squat up a little bit, right? Right. We duo up, but a lot of the times we're trying to uh, we're trying to get our quest. You know, we want to land here because it's shaded on our map. We want to do so. You know, which which we don't focus on. You know, the competitive aspect of it. So we may end up in twentieth place, but hey, we we got our quest, right? Um, or, you know, sometimes we just want to get in, we want to go to Chonkers and get in one of the cars and drive around and run over things, right? Or get in one of the doom buggies and break down. I mean, it's fun to do that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. But in this competitive league, the minute you start doing that, you're it's done. Game over. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's a big transition to go from playing at home to doing all that fun stuff, fishing and all that, to now you're competing with other players where you're not gonna to wanna to do that. Sometimes getting in a car is a bad idea because then you give up your spot, right? Um, you don't, you know, sometimes you don't wanna just knock down buildings because then that'll show up on other people's radars, right? So so you gotta play differently. So that's a big transition, especially for these new esports athletes. So for any of the parents listening at home to think, what can I do to help my, my Fortnite athlete compete? Go over that with them, talk about how, um, you know, focus on eliminations and and um, getting the best ranking instead of quests this time or instead of jumping in 
riding the shark, you know, focus more on competition so they can be ready when they when they actually do compete. Exactly. And we're not saying don't take all the fun out of the game because the number one rule is to have fun. Yeah. But it's really just being solely focused on getting that victory royale because you can mess around and have all the fun. But if you want to be a serious contender in this league, you're really going to have to buckle up, stay as a team and really just 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 work as a team. That's all I can keep saying because that's the biggest biggest part of Fortnite is communication and working together for the goal. And you know, when when we when we saw the stealth um, you know, and 20th, it's because they're going to goof around a little bit. But when we saw that when we saw the stealth last year get a victory royale because they're all communicating doing what they're supposed to do, right? So we saw the difference last year of why they improved so much cuz they matured throughout the season, they communicated, they talked, just like you said, and that's what got them that victory. Exactly, and I, I'm hoping to see the teams this year uh, use more of the directional bar at the top with the north, south, east, and west, yes. along with the numbers. Because if there's a person northeast 265, let's say, all you got to say is any 265s, so then the teammates on the team could just point their mouse in exactly that direction and know what's coming. Along with the ping system, I really hope to see players take advantage of that more, because the better everyone sees the same thing, the better they're going to be out in the end. That's some great stuff. And, and Matty J, we're glad to have you because you bring a whole nother insight to um, Fortnite. It's going to be beneficial for these teams. And Matty J is going to be very much involved in this Fortnite league, um, not just making sure it's running smoothly, but giving that advice to these kids. And while I'm probably focusing more on Overwatch as my expertise, Matty J is going to really be focusing on these Fortnite teams to give them a, a, a step ahead you know, especially the silver team. All right, so that's our silver team. Uh, we're gonna move on to our final team to talk about, and that's our gold Yeti. So going on to our gold Yeti team, we have Loons, Brooks, Braxman, and Free Fire, and I am very, very excited to see what this gold division has to offer for this season. What do you think, Rooster? This gold division, man, it is hard, man. It is hard. I got to tell you, I, I'd be happy if I got top 50 competing in the gold division like this. These kids are just, their building is just phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's what really um, separates the silver and the gold league is their building. You talk about cranking 90s, you blink an eye, and then you have the Eiffel Tower built right in front of you. Um, so that's huge. And um, I've noticed with this gold team, with this gold league, the silver, you see somebody, you can start shooting, engage, and, and there. And gold, you got to be very strategic with when you engage with the team because the minute you shoot, things are built and they're above you. You got to be really strategic in this gold league, um, which is why some of our gold teams, you know, they've, they've done well. Um, but they've uh, that victory royale has eluded them a little bit because of getting down to that final you know final couple teams. Um, you're going to get top tier people. Mm -hmm, exactly, especially in this uh, gold division. I know there's potentially a lot of W keys and Fruster. If you don't know, what W king means W is the button you press to move forward. Mm -hmm. And W key players, all they constantly do are going around the map because they know they are very skilled players and are constantly getting the most eliminations as possible. Mm. So I'm very excited to see how these players go against that 
and what's their strategy, whether they want to W key themselves or do they want to sit back more, really ride the edge of the storm, work their way in. But um, I'm very excited to see about what this gold team has to offer and what their building skills are as well. Because like you said, building is very, very, very important in Fortnite, especially along with the gold division. So I'm exactly. excited to see how these players really step up their game to the next level and really uh, exploit the mechanics of this game. Well, a lot of our teams, our gold and our silver teams, have been more of that uh, stealthy kind of team. Uh, and actually, I coached one a couple seasons ago, and we did well. Actually, we top ten team out of out of thirty out of thirty teams. But our whole um, our whole strategy was to just ju just ride the edge of the storm, right? Mm -hmm. So as the storm is coming in, we're coming in. I like doing that because it took um, it, it really gave us like a narrow vision of where everybody's going to be. We'd have to worry about people coming on the side of us or behind us. It worked for us, but there'd be a lot of times where we can maybe get top five, but we have one elimination mm -hmm. where somebody who got 10th got 10 eliminations. They ended up scoring more points than us. Right. Yeah. Um, so so um, we tried to balance it out a little bit more, but that's the strategy that we went. That's a strategy. A lot of uh, coach Amber, coach Rob, when he coached um, the, the Fortnite team, they got really, really stealthy. So what I want to see with this gold team, I want to see them be a little bit more aggressive. We have Brooks, who's doing his third season. Um, one of our top Fortnite players in the whole league, in our league here in Palos Verdes is Brooks, phenomenal builder. Um, his third season um, in the Gold League. We have Braxton doing his second season in, in the Gold League. And then we have Loons and, uh, is it Free Fire? Free Fire doing their first season, but both very um, um, highly talented players. So I want to see this team get aggressive, a little bit like you're telling, like you're talking about. First time I heard the term, but a W key. W key. So it's the button to move forward into. So you're the game. just always moving. So you're always yeah. moving, putting down launch pads. As soon as you see something that gives off a sign, there's someone there. You're going, which can, it can work. It, it could be very good, but very bad in in uh, different ways because you could either make that push, keep getting the eliminations, or. Every now and then you're going to get cut short and say to yourself, man, maybe we should have been a little more patient, mm -hmm. really worked the storm and not have been so aggressive. So I'm excited to see how this team and where they find their footing and see where they place. And, um, yeah, it's just going to be a great, a great season for this team, I think. And the coach Amber is going to be coaching both teams, actually. Um, again, just like we talked about the Dragons practicing together, all these kids are going to practice together too. So the silver team gets to work with the gold team, which I think is – Phenomenal for the silver team to be able to work with Brooks and Braxman, two um, highly talented uh, Fortnite players with experience in Palos Verdes esports, um, and then with um, Loons and then Free Fire coming in at a high level. I think it's going to benefit the silver team to be able to work with this gold team. Exactly, and especially with Brooks, with Brooks' building level, like you said, I'm excited to see how they how they use the building mechanic and late game scenarios, whether they're going to all box up and stay together and edit their way through, which I really hope is what I see a lot more of mm -hmm. this year is a quick edit, quick and fast edits and yep. see how they really, really exploit that mechanic. But I think it's just going to be a great year. We're going to have someone with all the call outs, hopefully someone 
doing most of the building and just working as a team. And kudos to Brooks, man. He's doing Fortnite and Overwatch this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's a lot of gaming. He's doing, he's, doing, <laughs> he's doing double duty. So, uh, But the best thing about rocking two games as one time is people may say, oh, Overwatch is a lot different than Fortnite, which it is in many ways. Yeah. But at the same point, if you're a mouse and keyboard player, that just that quick snap to where your yep. aim is is perfect. And most games, just the aiming for the most part is usually the same. So just having that feel, that muscle, that muscle memory of yep. where, where you need to be in the right scenarios is going to be great. Wonderful. Well, that is our uh, that's our league. That's our Overwatch and Fortnite gold and silver teams. Um, I can't wait to uh, see these teams compete. You're going to see them every Saturday. Um, right now for Overwatch, we haven't solidified the schedule yet, but for uh, Fortnite, starting in two weeks, um, gold is going to be at two o'clock every Saturday, and silver will be at three o'clock every Saturday. Perfect. Um, so watch them on our Twitch, uh, um, yeah. on our you on our YouTube. So we'll be live on Twitch, and then we'll have that same match uh, uploaded to our YouTube on the following Monday. Exactly. And uh, if you're on our Twitch, feel free to check our our links through our Twitch channel. We have our YouTube and Instagram in there. And as well with our uh, YouTube, we have our Twitch and Instagram links in there as well. So you'll be able to get around and really stay updated with what this league has to offer. Yeah. And our Facebook page is currently under construction. So our Facebook page will be back up here in a week or so. But just like uh, Maddie J said, find us on Instagram, YouTube, just um, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Um, and then uh, cheer on these kids, huh? Yeah, and uh, players, this year we are adding a a new feature to our streams and YouTube videos. We're going to have a top five plays of the week, so I would really like to see what you guys have to offer and see if you guys can crack that top five. And then, yeah, this year we're going to really enhance um, a lot of our league, especially, um, like Maddie J was saying, um, with the uh, per production value of it. And that's what Maddie J brings to this league, high quality production uh, that really, when it comes down to it, it's showcasing our athletes and showcasing your kids. That's why we do this. Um, so uh, before we go, we're gonna have one more quick segment. We're gonna talk a little bit about, about um, our Fortnite league on how it's gonna, how we're gonna compete. We're gonna talk a little bit about arena and then upcoming uh, Fortnite events. So we'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back for our final segment. Now we're going to talk a little bit about what arena mode means in Fortnite. In fact, Maddie J is going to talk talk mainly talk about it. He's the expert in Fortnite. Um, but we're going to talk about arena mode um, and then kind of how our Fortnite season is going to be um, is going to be scored. So basically, um, depending on how you place. Uh, you get points uh, per, per placement. So a victory ro royale will get you 10 points. Second place will get you eight points. And then seven, six, so on from there. Each elimination is going to give you one point as well. So if you think about a victory royale with five eliminations, get you 15 points. We play two rounds um, and then we score. We use the highest round for the score that week. So let's say we got 15 points one round, 25 points the second round. 25 points is going to be how much we scored for our match 
that day that'll go towards the standings. Um, and this year, it's trios in arena mode, which is a lot different than just the normal Battle Royale mode that you do at home. Um, and then Maddie J, talk to us a little bit more about what the kids are going to expect playing arena mode versus what, they, what they're used to in just the normal Battle Royale mode. So an arena, arena mode is really built for the competitive athletes out there. So in arena mode, you're not just, you're not going to be going against just any players and random bots on the maps. Arena is, is purely skill-based matchmaking. So wherever you're at, whether you're division one being the lowest, division 10 being the highest, uh, you're really going to be going against players of your own skill level. And like you said, eliminations are huge and you're not going to be, you're not going to be walking around with rail gun, or anything that that different in your inventory because in arena it's purely competitive game mode so you're gonna be rocking your base ARs your base shotguns base snipers along with your green and blue heels and what's very very special about arena mode is you actually gain health on your kills so if you're down to 20 HP and then you get an elimination you're back to full health so you're ready to go already so I would really like to see how players use that in, uh, in their games, whether it helps them be more aggressive or maybe want to stay back more. And um, the great part about it is every game, if you get up to division five, you actually, you're gonna lose 20 points on the entry of the game and have to earn those points back. So this is, you're, 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 you're talking about now, um, this doesn't have to do with our league, this has to do with playing arena mode at home. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is at home arena mode, or at least the bus, the bus fare points being taken off your scorecard is purely at home, not our league. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to see those players go at home, train with that game mechanic. Yep. So once they get to get into our league, that won't be in the back of their mind and they're just ready to go and rock. So I'm, I'm very, very excited. And I know in our league, we're gonna be rocking default skins only, mm -hmm. which for the players, some of you may be complaining, but think about it this way, default skins has one of the smallest hitboxes in the game. So it's just making you have a better chance of evading shots and surviving that next fight. But um, I'm very, very, very excited to see how these kids, how these athletes play in the arena mode and really, um, and really just learn the mechanics of arena mode and get a feel for the health after eliminations, not being able to use a rail gun or a dance bomb and such stuff like so that. So basically there'll be no snowball guns. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And also you won't- No Spider-Man hands. Exactly. Okay. So you won't be able to go Spider-Man hands in arena, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you're looking at it, but it is purely competitive and skill-based matchmaking where I think you're gonna get the best of the best going up against each other which will only refine your skills even more and, and and i like this because it really makes the kids have to have to earn their eliminations right exactly like in um last season we played during the um during the ufo mm -hmm. um season right we get uh big 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 ufos and blow stuff up we were a great team but if one team got that ufo they had so much more of an advantage because of you know, the theme of the map and their UFOs and everything. That's not gonna be here. No. They're not gonna have, you're not gonna have snowball guns. You're not gonna have um, uh, these these wacky, crazy guns that could do more damage. You're gonna have the base guns that forces you to aim to, you know, earn your eliminations. Um, and I'm all for that. If you really think of that, if, if you're an athlete, in our in our esports league, and you're thinking like, oh, I can't use the the plunger bomb. 
just think about it. Um, it's meant for it to be kind of like an even playing field of everybody gets the same amount of guns, you know, base guns, use your skill to make it work. Right? Exactly. And also in arena mode, you are no longer going to have uh, 999 mats going all around. You're capped out at 500 for wood, brick and steel. So um, it's really going to make you think, when do I want to place these mats down? I really do need to take advantage of having the full mats because you're not at you're not at nearly as much as you would be in regular public games. So I'm very excited to see how these players collect their mats and what way when they choose the build. And um, for example, if you have a player who's the builder, who's the main builder, maybe everyone else grabs mats. And when that builder runs out of mats, all right, let's give it over to Brooks, for example. Let's drop mm. 500 wood for Brooks and let him and let them really think how we're gonna do this, this game. So I would highly recommend our Fortnite players, if you are playing at home, I mean, obviously, just like Manny J said, don't take the phone away, you know, but you know, for a couple hours you're playing, why not play arena mode, get used to it, understand what weapons are gonna be available, what's not gonna be available. Um, it's gonna definitely um, benefit your team. Well, well, we got about a minute left. Thank Thank you for everybody for being a part of this first ever podcast. We're going to try to keep this weekly 45 minutes and under. I think we're going to basically hit the 45 minute mark today. So thank you guys for listening. My name is Rooster, the league commissioner. If you have any questions, you can email me at randy.feltham. That's Epson Frank, E-L-T-H-A-M, at codeninjas.com. If you if you have any questions. And uh, Maddie J, we're excited to have you with us. Anything you want to want to put out there before we go uh, i'm just very 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 excited to see these athletes play and start this new season i can't wait for uh what the youth premier esports league has in store for us and um as long as well with these athletes all right well thank you everybody for watching god god bless everybody and uh let's cheer on our esports athletes